ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد when we take a step back and look at ourselves both externally and internally we'll notice and we'll see that there's this incredible paradox within the human being the human being is incredibly complex yet very simple at the same time in surah an-nisa allah mentions wa khuliqa al-insanu dha'ifa يُرِيدُ اللَّهُ أَنْ يُخَفِّفَ عَنْكُمْ وَخُلِقَ الْإِنسَانُ ضَعِيفًا Allah says that He wants to lighten our loads. He wants to forgive us. He wants us to turn to Him and to seek His forgiveness. And Allah wants to forgive. Allah is ever ready to forgive us so long as we're willing to do that U-turn. Even if we've gone however far in the wrong direction. إِنَّهُ كَانَ تَوَابًا If we just turn around Allah loves that more than we can ever imagine. Allah says that He wants to lighten the burdens that we carry. يُرِيدُ اللَّهُ أَنْ يُخَفِّفَ عَنْكُمْ وَخُلِقَ الْإِنسَانُ ضَعِيفًا And after all, the human being is created weak. In Surah Al-Dhariyat, Allah says, وَفِي أَنفُسِكُمْ أَفَلَا تُبُصِرُونَ And in yourselves, within yourselves, do you not see? This ayah is rather short and succinct. But there are many layers to it. One understanding can be physically. Now with all these scientific advancements and technological advancements, there's so much more that's being learned and explored about the world. And of course, this includes the human body. It's incredible. Allah says, And within yourselves do you not see? وَفِي أَنفُسِكُمْ أَفَلَا تُبْصِرُونَ So if you look at the human body, the human being from the physical perspective, when you look at it with lenses of iman, with eyes of iman, then it's definitely going to propel you closer and closer and closer to your Creator, to Allah Azza wa Jal. Because of how we're looking at ourselves. If we reflect from an emotional standpoint, a psychological standpoint, a spiritual standpoint, there's a lot that we can learn from reflecting as it relates to what's going on within us. Someone may have a heavy heart regarding one challenge or another, one calamity or another, and we ask Allah to make things easy for all of us. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Where is that weight carried? Where is that burden carried internally? It weighs on the mind. It weighs on the heart. It significantly affects the person internally. وَفِي أَنفُسِكُمْ أَفَلَا تُبُصِرُونَ 
It weighs on the mind, it weighs on the heart, it weighs on the conscience, whatever it may be. And there are different examples that can be given, but the point is, there's this simple yet complex... There's this simplicity yet complexity within the human being, physically, mentally, spiritually. If someone is struggling with whatever good habits they may have or they may have had, maybe times are getting busy, maybe someone just had a newborn, maybe someone, they just got a new job, maybe someone is in the process of moving, maybe someone is, you know, they're about to start university in the fall. There are times when life both ebbs and flows. There are both the ups and downs. Which is why it's ever so important for us to try to maintain, as best we can, a healthy connection, a clear connection with Allah Azza wa Jal. Our Prophet taught us, والسلام, remember, remember your Lord during times of ease and He'll remember you in times of difficulty. There's going to be naturally a difference between someone's good habits, their patterns, their rhythms. Maybe when things are a little bit less busy, they capitalize on that. Let me spend a little bit more time with the Book of Allah. Let me try to understand a little bit more about my deen. So they take a class in something and they benefit tremendously from it. They have a little spare time, so they invest it in connection with their relationship with Allah Azza wa That same person, sooner or later, because the dunya is the dunya, things are going to change. They may not have that luxury, even if they want to, to spend as much time as perhaps they were before related to their Qur'an, related to their morning adhkar, their evening adhkar, so on and so forth. Maybe they wish they could learn more about the deen of Allah. Maybe they wish they could do that, but just based on life circumstances, there's so much going on. You feel that change. You wish that you could be doing the dhikr like you were before. Things have changed. It's out of your hands. Your circumstances have changed. But just like you invested the time remembering Allah when times were a bit easier, now that things have become more difficult, Allah has your back. Allah will defend you. Allah will protect you. Allah will assist you. Allah will help you. Allah is fatah. So call upon Him by His names. وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ husna فَدْعُوهُ biha. Allah Himself is telling us this directly. Allah has the, the most beautiful names. So call upon Him by them. If Allah Himself is giving us this recipe for assistance, then we should try our best to capitalize on it and we'll see the difference in our lives. Call upon Allah, call upon Ar-Rahman, the most gracious, the most merciful. Call upon Him by His names. Allah's promise is that He'll respond. He knows when and where and how. And But how clear is our connection with Allah how clear is our connection with His creation? If there's a lot of static regarding one of these, regarding the other, regarding both, then maybe we need to take a step back and check. Have we put our spiritual phones, so to speak, on airplane mode? Where the something is blocking something. When you have your phone on airplane mode, you're not going to get those calls. and those They're there, but they're kind of in this in-between state. 
they're there, but it's not reaching you. Not necessarily because of the person who sent the message, not necessarily because of your phone service or carrier or your phone itself. Maybe there's this one setting that needs to be adjusted. You adjust that and then it opens the pathways. Istighfar is one of the most effective ways that we can take our spiritual phone, so to speak, off of airplane mode. It's going to strengthen the signal. Things are going to clean up and clear up. And we're going to get those messages that we should have been receiving before, but because of our own mistake, maybe we accidentally put the phone on airplane mode, we didn't realize it. So there has to be this constant awareness and reflection. Within the human being, there has to be a balance between things physically, mentally, and spiritually. It's not only about one, it's not only about the second, it's not only about the third, but there's this beautiful balance that's needed between all three. I'll give you a simple example. And I want to give this specific example because I think a lot of us can relate to it. Regardless of where you're from, chances are you can relate to this example. We thank Allah for His blessings. When you take a simple example of a fruit, Take the example of a mango. You have the skin, you have the pulp, and you have the seed, you have the pit. All of these make up a total mango. Think of the seed. Now we're going we're gonna to compare it to the human being briefly. Think of the seed as the physical component. You have the seed of a person their progeny, their children, and then their children, and then their children. So there is that physical component. When Allah says, إِنِّي جَاعِلٌ فِي الْأَرْضِ خَلِيفَةً The physical component is contained within that. There's going to be a creation where there's one generation that's going to succeed another and another and another. There is going to be that physical aspect of procreation. However, that's not the main purpose why we're here. The spiritual component is reflected in the pulp of the mango. That's really the main point. Why do you go and buy the mango? The main point, you want the fruit, you want the sweetness, you want to taste it. You want to benefit from it. You want to use it in a smoothie, you want to eat it as it is. You want Whatever floats your boat, but the point is that's really the main component. That's the spiritual aspect of the human being. وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ We're created for service. We're created for, for worship, for servitude. We're created to learn about Allah, to know about Allah and for that to affect us. And look at how much good in human history has been produced as a direct result of a person valuing their relationship with La ilaha illallah. كُنْتُمْ خَيْرَ أُمَّةً أُخْرِجَتْ لِلنَّاسِ La ilaha illallah in its nature is supposed to be positively transformational. That's what it's supposed to be. There's the physical component, there's the spiritual component, which is, which is really the primary one, but there's also the skin that keeps it all together. Think of that as being the mental health side of things, the emotional health side of things. Why do I want to plant this seed of this image, this example? So that way, the next time we have a mango, 
It's a very simple example. The next time we have a mango, we reflect and we think, Subhanallah, wa fi anfusikum Each component is important. The physical health is important. The spiritual health is especially important. And the mental health is also important. Each one has its role. Each one has its importance. There's this common myth that we have within our community, within the Muslim community, that if someone cries, if someone is feeling down, if someone is feeling grief, if someone is feeling sorrow, brother, sister, maybe your iman is low. Hold on, hold on. Chances are there's a lot more complexity to it without question. This is not only from an Islamic psychological standpoint, even from a secular psychological standpoint, studies have shown the significant impact that spirituality has as it relates to a person's emotional health, as it relates to their mental health. No question it plays an integral part in the overall holistic functionality of the human being. No question it's extremely important. It's a very important piece. It's a very important puzzle piece. But it's not necessarily the entire puzzle. Meaning, each one has to be given its due. And just because someone is struggling emotionally, because someone is struggling internally, that doesn't necessarily mean that their iman is low. Didn't the best of all people, the best of creation, didn't he cry? Would anyone go to the Prophet after his third baby boy dies? Six of his seven children died in his lifetime. Would anyone go to our beloved Prophet and say, Ya Rasulullah, why are you crying? Why are you so attached to your son? Your son is from the dunya. Why are you crying? What is wrong with you? Maybe your iman is low. No Muslim in their right mind or heart would ever go and do that. We should reflect and think. Compassion, mercy, understanding. And what was the response of the Prophet when he cried when his third little boy Ibrahim passed away? He cried and a Sahabi asked him, even you Ya Rasulullah, because the Prophet was constantly smiling. So this companion was, it affected him to see the Prophet crying. He asked him, even you? The Prophet said, yes. The eyes shed tears. And the heart grieves, but the tongue only says what's pleasing to Allah. We're complex yet simple as human beings, and the most important thing that we can do as it relates to this is first to understand, and then second, to have empathy and compassion and to listen to people. To listen, to be aware. When it comes to marketing, the most powerful tool is word of mouth. So if we become more holistically aware as Muslims, of each of these components and the importance that they all play, then we're going to become better as individuals, as families, and as a community. But it's up to us first to take a step back and to learn and to take in what we can and to become better as a result of that. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulullah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabiyya ayuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Sallallahu ala muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.
A few announcements before we conclude. Please join us tonight at 8 p.m. as we'll be celebrating the opening of Mass SSF, SSF standing for Social Services Foundation, new satellite office here at the center. And this is actually what prompted this brief reminder for us as a community that there's a significant need and importance as it relates to counseling, as it relates to talk therapy, as it relates to peer counseling. There are lives that have literally been saved within our community because of the services that they offer. And it's not being done from this, you know, hyper-secularized, you know, bleached version of psychology where spirituality, we're going to leave it to the side and religion. No, no, no. Islam is contained within, within that process. And that's really what's needed within our community. Moving on tonight is also the last Friday night fun event for the summer for ages 6 to 9, which will start at 5.45 p.m. MCYC Girl Scouts is holding a fundraiser to raise money for sturdy backpacks for Mustard Seed School, which is a school for homeless children. Please donate at the table set up outside. Ehsan Foundation is hosting a dinner and celebration event tomorrow on July 30th for their efforts in promoting education in West Africa. This event is co-sponsored by MCYC and will be held at Saddam Center. We encourage everyone to attend an RSVP as there are limited spots. Dinner will also be served. This Sunday, July 31st, we'll be celebrating the Qur'an summer camp graduation here at MCYC at 1.30 p.m. And we will also release more information regarding the new Qur'an program. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us. We ask Allah to make this a reminder of benefit for all of us. We ask Allah to grant all of us compassion, empathy, and understanding in our hearts as the Prophet taught us that we should try to cultivate this within ourselves. We ask Allah to increase all of us in grace, compassion, kindness, and mercy. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Subhana Rabbika Rabbil Izzati Amin Yasifun. Wa Salaamun Al-Mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa Akhmas Salaam.